You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery, podcast number 174, Thomas and Majana back, and we're going to continue a conversation that we started back in podcast 170 with Rosie Cutter talking about destiny cards. So Majana and I have been playing around with this a little bit, a little bit, enough to say that, hmm, there's a definite pattern here, and we wanted to talk about that today. So one of the first things, so what we've done, resources-wise first, let's talk about that. So there are two books by Robert Lee Camp. There's the original Cards of Your Destiny book. That's the blue-covered book. And then there's the Love Cards book. And like Rosie mentioned, that he's kind of the main guy in this space. And Rosie partnered with Robert Lee Camp to produce the weekly card deck that we received last week and started doing weekly readings. And that's been pretty cool. This stuff is really amazing. Absolutely. All right. So then, uh, per her suggestion, if you remember in the podcast, she said, get the Love Cards book. That's the red-covered book. Now, these are easily discoverable on Amazon is probably your best bet. Now, the Love Cards, yes, it does talk about relationships, but oh, so much more because it gives a much greater detail of each card. It does, and we're still in this. <laughs> we we read a description from our cards, and we're still going, oh, my gosh, is that? Oh, gosh, this answers so much. If only we had known this in our teenage years and so forth. So we are still very much in the discovery process here. Well, and I think everybody is that we've shown this to. Everybody that sh- we've shown it to has said the same thing. Yeah. That, oh, my gosh, I wish I had known this before. <laughs> So there's an incredible depth of information in these cards. And especially if you have kids, family, teenagers, young kids, whatever, it really doesn't matter. I Unless mean, you're an island and to yourself. At any point, <laughs> right. this is going to be valuable information. But we've picked up on something that we wanted to talk about here, and that's mostly the karmic purpose. Right. It goes back to this soul purpose thing that we've that I've been hammering on for quite a while now is that it's all that Neptune in my astrological chart, right? It's like that that inescapable dreaminess of looking at why are we here as a soul. But that's what these cards point to. And something that Majana and I have both seen in here and wanted to unpack really revolves around the astrological planet Saturn. And remember from Rosie's podcast, 170, that the cards, astrology, and numerology are all interwoven. Absolutely. That shows up in every single page of these books. So we're picking out one element here to talk about, and that is Saturn. And the reason that I'm picking that is because on our karmic path, I think Saturn is the lord of staying on the karmic path. And then is the, shall we say, disciplinarian? (laughs) That's how it's known in astrology. It will keep you on the straight and narrow according to your karmic path, with which might be years of wandering. Right. So this is not a straight and narrow by any means of a religious type sense of towing the line and not sinning. This is about you finding the middle of the stream of life. Yes. You know, something... I think is important as I read through these is keep in mind. So if you're having your astrological chart done, you need your date and place and time of birth for these. It's, it's the month and day. So 
at first I thought, well, how can these be very accurate? Look how many people are born every single day, and they're going to share these cards. Unbelievably accurate, and realizing that each life path has many opportunities for growth. So this is an overview, but a very accurate overview. Okay, now back on this resources thing, because I want to make sure everybody's clear. If you just search Destiny Cards online, there's a handful of websites that do this. So you'll land there. You'll see Robert Lee Camps, and there are a couple of others, and Rosie's website, which is referenced in the show notes back in Podcast 170. But because this is not mainstream information, if you go looking for books, there are only a handful of books. Now, Robert Lee Camp does have an app, so you can put this on your phone and do a daily look at it. And then Rosie has the card deck that we talked about in Podcast 170. That's a weekly reading. A little bit different, but it's complimentary. Yes, and it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, and of course that's important. <laughs> yeah, <it laughs> she did is. a great job with it. It is truly beautiful. It's a wow when you open it up. It really is. So she did a great job on that. Okay, I just wanted to make sure, again, if you're trying to get your arms around this, uh place to start would be an online search of Destiny cards, and then you could go to the books, and then you could go to the Rosie's deck, and that's pretty much it. That app is convenient. Yes, thank you. The app would be the round out, and the app, app is like a couple of bucks. I mean, we're talking about if you wanted to go all in an investment here of less than $100 to get everything, and you can read about it for free online, so you've got the full range, right? There you go. Now, let's drill down on this Saturn thing, because I think that is where this really helps. So if you buy into the idea that we're just not random and that this is in truly a journey that is about karmic purpose. Right, that we bought into and what, co-created. And then things start happening in your life. And before you're conscious to that, those things seem random and some are good quote unquote, and some are catastrophic. And it's easy to become a victim to that. Oh, if you don't know that or believe or look into what your karmic purpose is, then absolutely that stuff starts to happen and it comes out of nowhere. That's the design. It is design. And, you know, I will say as a parent also, boy, this is offering some relief that when I see issues in my kids or we talk about them, I don't have to go immediately to, oh my gosh, I have messed them up. This is poor parenting. It's all in the book. This is their path. Yeah. And when you understand that, then there's a lot of self-forgiveness. Oh, and that's huge. I've seen you release things, like you've let go of some things and, and been okay with things that might have been, you know, a little bit sticky there. For sure. Yeah. So let's define Saturn in astrological chart terms. To me, Saturn is kind of the Lord Karma of the chart. So it's, you have a purpose, and Saturn is going to, you also have choice. Always. Purpose and choice. But I like the way, go figure, that Fred Dodson <laughs> says it. <laughs> I can't imagine. That your choice is that you are drive. you have a hundred lanes to drive your car on. You can pick one of the hundred, but you're going to be on that path. Right. And I think that's a really good way to think about it is, yes, you have choice of lane changes within a prescribed path. Saturn makes sure that you're on the right highway. Yes. Okay. So you can move around, but Saturn is, if you try to get off of that highway and go to another highway, 
if that's even possible, Saturn will make sure to knock you back onto the highway. Right. Yeah, I think you can exit and hit that frontage road periodically, but you're getting back on the highway. So, as I've looked at this over the last couple of years, Saturn then can be your friend if you're conscious and not trying to scramble off of the highway. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Work with it. And, you know, like in my own example, you've heard my story on this podcast so much is almost 50 years of unconsciousness, of not knowing any of this, of just believing that we're born, we die, we go to heaven or hell. And that was the paradigm. And that's a very real paradigm for billions of people. And within that, there's no sole purpose. And stuff is random, and you do become a victim. But all that time, as I look back now, Saturn was bumping me back in line. Or, and this is a big part of what we've uncovered in the Destiny cards, is that Saturn will make sure that that karmic purpose is fulfilled. So I don't want to go too much into my own story, but since you can connect with it from listening to this podcast, you know that I've had a couple of things in my area that are primary. Divorces, so loss of relationships. And then, as the book says, this is from the Red Book, their security fear is primarily financial in nature. Now, I've looked back on that a lot since I've been reading about the cards, and I really am pretty clear that all of that began at the time of my first divorce. So I really had a pretty, I had a completely different and pretty good financial paradigm. And when that first divorce occurred, fear came in to that. And that's exactly what it's been since that time. And to even add further fuel to this, my again, my paradigm was you don't get divorced. So that hit me like a log on the head because it was like, this isn't real. This doesn't happen. And my very first thought was that the money that I had built up over my 20s and 30s that I was going to lose. Instant fear. So why did I write a book called Fear Busters? You know, it was my effort to address that. There's closing that loop a little bit. And your relationship challenges were not limited to two divorces. It was with family in general, all close relationships. Yeah, and that loop started to close after the second divorce because that was one of the things I addressed in the year in the RV was going back to the way I treated people. And that was one of the things that I picked apart. Where did that come from? And then I applied the opposite technique. So what I did to shift was to say, if somebody crosses my path, I want them to feel better in any way that I can. And when you practice that consciously, that changes a a whole lot of your behavior. And it takes a lot of conscious correction, right? It's it'd be that When you're going against your nature, you can absolutely re- reprogram, but it takes dedication and time and conscious effort. Yeah, and then sometimes it, uh, like, again, the things that have happened to me since, like my heart issue, sometimes I just hit a wall. And when I shut down hitting that wall, I know that I'm a danger to society <laughs> you know, at that point. It's like I have to shut down and withdraw. I have to pull back. And call it a day. And sometimes I've walked out leaving people almost with their mouth open because I know that that's not headed down a a good path. If I don't exit quickly, I'm going to crash. So that's been an interesting dynamic to deal with that and yet try to be in that space of how can I uphold this standard. And as life happens, we get caught up in it. 
and we forget to hold our growth in the forefront and slip back into our other ways. Oh, those whole patterns will come up so quickly. And this is where consciousness, I'm saying consciousness, being aware of your path is so critical to living a fulfilled life. But it's more than awareness. I mean, you have to take action. It is intentional action. So again, not to get all wrapped up in the astrological stuff, which kind of leaves your eyes glossed over sometimes, but Saturn in my astrological chart is like, in my perspective, sitting up on top of a hill, looking over the whole chart. It's like uh, I'm, I'm picturing that, that hillside where we were in Hawaii when I did the Fred Dodson seminar <laughs> back in 2017. It was up there by Oprah's Ranch is where this place was. And you could look out over Maui and see about three sides of it. Nice. And that's kind of what Saturn to me is that view. You look out that way and there's the ocean. You look out that way, there's the ocean. You look behind you and there's a volcano crater. (laughs) It's like, but you're just sitting up there as, as Lord Karma, looking over this life, making sure that it all is orchestrated as it should be. And in my unconsciousness, that was often a whack upside the head. So digging deeper into the cards, it is the relationship challenges are part of fulfilling that karma. And I know that doesn't sound right in our society. But if you think about this from a grand scheme, I had to go through some of those challenges. That was the road. I had a hundred different ways that I could have done it, but that was the highway. The financial issues, same thing. And as the book said, even paying back some past debts from past lives. So you lose money, you've paid a karmic debt, now you get to go on, right? So that's the other cool part about this is the shift point that's been discussed in here. And that's particularly true from Majana's cards is that later in life, she gets a lot of reward (laughs) for the toughness that she's had to go through. I think the governing factor here, the main consideration is no matter what happens in life, try to look at that objectively. And I know we get caught up in it, but it means step away, look at it and say, okay, this is what happened. What were the contributing factors? How were all of the players affected? What was my role? And what was my growth opportunity in this? Because there is always something regardless of the pain. And then Truly try to embrace that and grow on. You know, this stuff is really, I mean, you've heard the obvious expression, peeling the onion. Yes. But boy, this stuff is really, you talk about layer after layer. I mean, we're just hitting one element of a very complex system here. It really is. And even with, um, now this is a second podcast on this. These are just little snippets And it's cool. You know, there's that wow factor when you first see the books and you first read these cards. And at least I am still very much in that. Like, oh my gosh, I'm looking at everybody in my family and friends. And there's the wow factor. But if you are serious about doing real spiritual work, really understanding yourself and growing and how you relate to other people, friends and family, this could be a very deep study. This really puts it in your face. Well, and then for your family and the kids that you're raising and how all of that's put together, because we do choose our parents. Yeah. And that parental choice is to help us execute that karmic path that we are on. If you didn't have your family, and if I didn't have my family, we wouldn't have grown in those areas. That's right. 
And for those of you who are parenting younger children and would say, oh my God, I hope I don't mess my kids up the way my parents messed me up, don't worry about it. You are the perfect parent for them right now. That's right. You're chosen. And whatever you create, did I expect to drag my two kids through two divorces? Never in a million years. And you have had a lot of guilt around that and had to practice self-forgiveness. Absolutely. And knowing that they had to go through that in order to grow in the areas that they need to grow. And that was their choice on a soul level and their path. And a lot of people might listen to this and just flat not buy it. And that's fine. You know, all of this just, oh gosh, I was just thinking about one of my absolute favorite books that looks like a children's book, but it's really not. Little Soul in the Sun. <laughs> gosh, how did you know? <laughs> Describing it pretty well there. Yeah. And, you know, there's a piece in there where the, I think you've talked about this. So the little disincarnate soul is coming to earth and decides to practice forgiveness. And a huge moment for me, the very first time I read that book and several times since is when another little soul comes up and says, I will be so mean to you, you know, that you get to practice forgiveness. And basically it's because I love you that much. I'm willing to do that. And when I first read that, of course, where did my thought go? Because where does everybody's thoughts go? My mother. Mothers <laughs> are responsible for all your trauma. Yes, Majana and I both had mother issues. <laughs> Boy, was I afraid to become a mother. Um, but, you know, now with this these books, I'm looking at that a little differently, too. I mean, I've always believed in soul contracts. Absolutely. And yet, seeing this in writing in this way, I'm looking at that book, A Little Soul in the Sun, and really getting that, yes, my mother signed up to be that for me, to help me practice forgiveness and grow in these ways. And yet, I was a very active participant in that. And I guess I've always known that, but it's bringing it into a different light. And a lot of forgiveness around that. You know, where you, when you finally see that and you and you accept it, uh, this has helped me screw my shards of life. We heard a talk the other day from our spiritual leader, James Buchanan, at Unity of Dallas, the shards of life, like a bowl of broken glass, basically, is the uh, picture that he used, and taking those shards and putting them back together. So as I was looking at the shards in the bowl of my life, the broken pieces that seem to be broken, then you're able to put this picture together so much more clearly when you understand this purpose, as is described in these books. Yes, and Carolyn Mace talks about shards also in her Sacred Contracts book. Well, all I know is that everything that I had been taught left me with still a thousand questions. And as I've done the books from Fred, as I've gotten into astrology and really seen wisdom and insight there, and now this layer, I'll tell you, I'm left with a lot more answers than questions now. Yes. An important piece of this worth mentioning, I think, is as we're talking about forgiveness of other people's, was when we're reading this, we see the roles they played in our lives, and we can now forgive them more easily because we understand they signed up, and as did we for this. What that's brought forth for me is even a larger need for self-forgiveness because now, okay, I forgave my mother for that stuff a long time ago, 
Oh, yeah. Maybe I didn't really do my personal work on forgiving her for other things. And then my judging her and my anger and resentment and some of those really strong feelings that I had towards her, I need to forgive myself for that. Well, the other addition to that, too, is if you're unconscious, you're just trying to get back on the road and in one of those lanes, right? You're just trying to get aware of this process. Once you get aware of this process, then the karmic path, then the lane that you're driving down is a lane of forgiving. It's a higher consciousness process. Now you're forgiving yourself. You're forgiving others. You're accepting yourself. You're accepting these situations. You can be okay when something doesn't go right, like you with your back this past year. It's such a, gosh, you know, like layers of onion. That That's just a great visual for this because every time I think that I have it, oh yeah, I practice forgiveness and I'm good. I'm okay with that situation. Well, the self-forgiveness didn't come up for me. So I think that's part of this life, guys. We are on a path and every time we think we're getting it, another layer shows up. So check out the Destiny cards and all of the resources are in Podcast 170. I'll repeat them here so that you have one list comprehensive together. And as you start to look at your own life and the life of those close to you, I I hope some wow experiences for you as well. Guaranteed. And that's how we can say, enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.